The Gemara continues the discussion specifically on the issue of Mavir Dalad Amos Pishu Saravim. Person is transferring items in a public domain. So you're staying in the same domain, but you're going within the domain of an individual, which is we, we consider in Halachas Dalad Amos four cubits of space in uh, in, a, in an area, and you're going from one. Two, three, four, that's considered a malechas, a violation of Shabbos, malechas otsas. At the end of yesterday's daf, the Gemara establishes that this halacha is not in fact rooted in a malacha that occurred in the Mishkan, but it's rather a Gemara Gemirele, which itself is a debate between Rashi and the Ramam what the nature of this actually is. Rashi says it's halacha Moshem Yisina, and the Ramam explained by the Nitziv says that what this means is that there's a source in the Torah for this, but we don't know actually what it is. Now comes the Gemara and analyzes the story of the Makoshesh Eitzim, which appears near the end of Parsha Shlach, in the aftermath of the sin of the Meraglim, which left the Jewish people wandering for another 39 years until they finally reached Eretz Yisrael. This Mekoshesh, which Rabbi Akiva in our, on our daf says is identified as Tzlovchad, the father of the five women who came before Moshe Rabbeinu later in Sefer Bamidbar, claiming the rights to land of their father in the land of Israel. So what did the Mekoshesh Eitzim actually do? It comes comes from Yehuda B'Shem Shmuel, first opinion of the Gemara, and says what the Makoshesh did is he violated the Shabbos prohibition of Mavir Rabim, the context of our Gemara, that he was transferring, he was carrying on Shabbos from one domain to the other, actually within the same domain, but it's one area of the person to a new area of the person, and it's interesting that according to Rashi, within this opinion, why should there be a violation, uh, why should there be a, a death sentence, an execution for violating Allah Moshe Misinai? The Gemara establishes in Allah that we don't give on, we don't give onish on Allah Moshe Misinai. Part of the answer in a comment of the Chidushe Aran is that this is not a new halacha type of halacha moshmisina. There are some halacha moshmisinas that are like a new halacha, but here we're talking about something that's uh, halacha mifureshes, it's a concept that the Rishonim speak about, which is really redefining what it already says in the Chumash. That's the idea behind this concept that we're talking about rishus to rishus. It's true, the classic transferring, the classic otzahs from rishus to yachis, rishus to private to public, or vice versa. Here we're talking about transferring a, from domains. It's a domain of a person, so it's 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 it has a paradigm already within the concept of going from one space to another. Abraisa brings a second opinion that he violated tolesh, which is a part of kotzer, of harvesting, and Rabbi Acha offered a third approach that it was ma'amar. He was collecting these uh, these eitzim from the ground. Whether you side with Rabbi Kiva or with Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, which is the rest, which is the rest of the Gemara, it appears at the bottom. It's the bottom of the Amud going on to the top of our daf. That Tzolvchad was either the Makoshesh eitzim or he participated in the sin of the Mapilim, which is the story of the of the group of people who tried to run the border into to go into Eretz Yisrael. They wanted to say, Ah, we're going to do teshuva. We're going to try to be better. And Moshe said, don't try it. God's not going to be in your side. And you're going to fail. And that's exactly what happened. Both of these narratives are actually in response to the Chedem Ragum. So the Mapilim is clear what, what was going on over there. But how is the Mekoshesh a reaction to what happened to the Chedem Ragum? Agav, both the story of Benos Tzavchad and the Mekoshesh, just another interesting connection. And there are others, if you can think of others... You can let me know. But what's going on here is they're both stories where actually Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know what the final halacha is. Now, comes Tosos and Baba Basra, Kufya Testament Beis, and says from the Rashma, based on the Medrash, that Tzolvchad was really L'Shem Shemayim. The people said, it's all over. There's a death sentence upon us. What's the point of our responsibilities and mission anymore? Why should I keep to our mitzvahs? My fate has been sealed. Says Tosos, comes in Mekoshesh, and is Moser Nefesh. You're all wrong. Your life matters. Your actions matter. 
and he's Mechal Shabbos, and he's then executed simply in order to teach that B'nai Yisrael, their mitzvahs still count. You're, you, think you're, you think you're a goner, you think there's nothing left to do, there's nothing left to live for, you're wrong. There's an incredible parallel to the story from the Yosef story, Kadosh Baruch Hu sends Yosef the challenge of Eishas Potiphar, who tries to, to seduce him on a daily basis. Rashi and Chumash has a comment that Yosef brought this on himself by being too well-groomed, curling his hair and so on. Kadosh Baruch Hu sent a bear, says Rashi, a dove, to attack him. So what was Yosef thinking? Rabbi Lezer Breidowitz explains that his father is, is for sure in Avelus. What's going on? Therefore, Yosef must have felt cut off, disinherited, severed, lost familiar connection, and therefore concerned for his father. He lost his concern for the father mourning. So now I, now, I run, now, now I can go do what I want. Then comes the strong test of Arias. He says, I'm not really part of Kali Yisrael anymore. Why not have some fun? So what does Hashem do? He sends Yosef the, the, the image of his father. You're not disconnected. The Makoshish Eitzim was most nervous to remind every Yid in the words of Rabbi Nachman, we cannot give up on the mission, no matter the challenging circumstances. Circumstance.